you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful high performing nurses. How are we today? I'm so excited to be here and I'm talking all things burnout as a high performer this week. Because last week, I burnt the hell out. And you think I'd learn my lesson, right? <laughs> and I know that so many of you that listen to this podcast probably also need this lesson reiterated for you to revisit your current situation within your life and your career. So I wanted to share my story in the hope that it will inspire something within you and trigger even just the littlest of micro change so that you can move forward and you know, keep evolving to become the best, highest performing version of yourself. I was thinking about this a lot on the weekend. I was thinking about high performance nursing. And sometimes I have this love-hate relationship with the title of this podcast. And the reason why I called it high performance nursing was because I genuinely was in the industry looking around, thinking to myself, not in a big-headed, egotistical way, but I was like, I come to work, I give so much. I'm a high performer, but yet I feel like I'm a low performer. Like, there was such discord internally for me. Externally, everybody kept saying it was great, but I felt like a low performer. So for me, it was like kind of like permission for me to just allow myself to be like, you are a high performer and it's okay to own that. And in being a high performer, there are lots of pros and cons. And one of the cons is that I think we're more susceptible to burnout because we're more likely to over-deliver and over-perform and people please and all of the things. So if that resonates with you, today's episode is going to be interesting to explore what happened for me last week. So, you know, I'm not working clinically as a nurse anymore. And I think this is important to acknowledge that burnout is not just specific and relevant to the nursing industry. For sure, we have ridiculous rates of burnout globally in nursing and midwifery, but it also is pertinent across all other industries. And I'm sure you know someone that's experiencing burnout outside of healthcare too. The world at this point in time, as we record this podcast today on the 31st of July, 2023, there's just a lot happening, right? Like we're talking about UFOs and people can't afford their mortgage repayments. And it's just a vibe, right? <laughs> that's what we're going to say. And people are burning out. And I think one thing that I notice with myself is that as I'm building my career, whether it's as a nurse or whether it's in a business and creating my work for the world of nursing, I keep coming back to this 
lesson that I need to keep relearning, which is that burnout is not created by the things external to me. It's created by the thoughts and the feelings that I engage in. This is a, this stings for a lot of people. And it makes sense. Like, why would we want to accept that we created our own burnout? Like, burnout just feels like absolute crap. It is the most unpleasant experience. And even if it's just a fleeting episode of burnout where you just feel burnt out for a day, or you're in this, like, chronic state of burnout, it just feels like ass. It's horrible. (laughs) And I think it's important for us to acknowledge that regardless of whether it's like an interim little experience or it's something you've been experiencing for a long time, I think that we need to gift ourselves the space and allow ourselves to normalize the process of burnout and normalize that this is exactly what is happening and should be happening given the scenario that we're in. So let me give you my story from last week and let me tell you more about what happened. So we're super busy in our programs at the moment. It's amazing. I'm so grateful and we're so happy and we absolutely love supporting everybody. Nurses across the country, we've got graduate nurses, we've got AINs we're supporting, we've got director of nursing, we've got CNCs, we've got people across the board. Literally, Liam, a few years ago, this was his dream and I cannot believe that it is what I do today. That said, <laughs> I'm an overworker, I am an overperformer, an overdeliverer. And like many of you, I've spent most of my career in constant fight or flight. Almost like the littlest of things, I hope you can relate to this, the littlest of things like used to like really trigger me. So for example, like I was a minute late with medications and I would like use that as an opportunity to beat myself up. Or like now in in my business, you know, it's like I feel like I always need to respond to people. I'll respond in the evening at 10 o'clock or, you know, I'll be up at the crack of dawn and it's like 6 a.m. and I'm barely out of bed, but I'm like responding to emails. That's just kind of my nature. And there's part of that that I love and there's part of that that doesn't serve me. And last week was a time where it didn't serve me because I've just been kind of like burning the wheel at all ends of the spectrum working with my team to make sure we deliver for everybody and we are and we have and it's incredible but of course being a high performer I always have this next level expectation like almost this level of expectation that I would never ever be able to achieve and accomplish but I just hold myself to this level of expectation and it's totally unrealistic and I'm sure some of you will relate to this right if you're a graduate nurse and you think you need to have it all worked out by the first day you're probably a high performer. And I think a lot of clinicians are high performers, but we would never ever resonate with being a high performer. We never say I'm a high performer. Okay. And I think that's an important thing to maybe just think about for yourself. Do you resonate with calling yourself a high performer? Can you collect evidence to prove why you are actually a high performer? And the whole reason, I don't know if I've talked about this before in the podcast, the whole reason why I labeled the podcast high performance nursing was because I kind of felt like I was going to work, I was delivering, I was doing the best that I could with what I had, I was growing, I was investing in my knowledge, skills and experience, my education, I was achieving, but yet I felt like a low performer. Everything external to me was like, you're a high performer. And I was listening to Brendan Burchard, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but he's like a personal development guru, global like, you know, icon in the personal development world. And his podcast was High Performance Habits. And I was listening to it. Everything he spoke about, I was like, that's me. 
I definitely do that. I'm, I have high performance habits. I, I over deliver, I overcommit, I do all the things. And I kept coming back to this idea of like, why do I feel like such a low performer? I think as a nurse, we get burnt out because we constantly are thinking about why we are low performing clinicians when actually to the contrary, we're actually doing really well. So I found myself in this kind of like space where I was arguing with reality, you know, high performer externally, internally, I was a low performer. I was telling myself I wasn't good enough and had this really high expectations. Now, have I completely removed that from my psyche? No, it is a continual work in progress. I get coached about two hours a week of my own, like on my own personal growth and my professional growth. And that's something that keeps coming up for me is being able to see how much I have gained and grown and whatever else. And I see this as a real common trend as well in our nurses that come and speak to us and they tell us about where they're at, especially if they're feeling stuck, burnt out and confused about where they're going. It's usually because they have this really high expectation of themselves, they are delivering externally, but their internal vision of what they are and how they show up in the world is like they're a low performer. It's fascinating to explore. So last week, busy calendar, lots of things to do, and I was just like, I hit a brick wall on Thursday. And I was like, oh my goodness, I woke up and I just, from the minute I woke up, you all will resonate with this, like, the minute I woke up, I was just zapped of energy. I wish I had an excuse that I had a bottle of wine the night before, but I definitely had not. And there was no logical reason I wasn't feeling sick. And I, my body, the energy, like, I just felt, I don't know, almost like the world had stopped. I just felt, it's, I'm very dramatic if you didn't know, but it just, I just kept saying to my partner, Luke, I said, hey, I just feel so heavy today. My body is heavy. My eyes are heavy. My face feels heavy. My head feels so heavy. And I'm and like, I'm healthy. I have no reason to experience this. And as a clinician, you go down that path of like, what's wrong with me, right? Um, and in that moment, I was like, no, Liam, come on, let's get on with it. You've got a full calendar. You've got lots of things to do today. You've got to show up for other people. You've got to step up, get yourself out of bed, get showered, eat something. You're going to feel better. Have a coffee. And I did all of that and I still was dragging my ass to the computer. Now, Liam, when I was a nurse and I was walking on the floor, I'd like kick myself out of bed. I'd be dragging my feet, but like, come on, let's go. And we almost like put on like our, you know, nursing uniform. And it's like, okay, let's go. Let's forget all our woes and worries. And we get to work and we do the thing. And then for the whole day, we beat ourselves up because we're like, I don't want to be here. I don't feel like being here. And that's the kind of path that I was going down last week. I was like, no, I'm just going to, I just got to suck it up. Like, I just got on with it. I kept reminding myself or questioning myself. I'm like, but Liam, you run a business where you work for yourself. There's no one like, you know, yeah, your clients need you and that's amazing. But also they need you to be able to perform. <laughs> they need you to be able to show up and coach and like have a clear mind and not bring all of your crap to the call. So I gave myself permission in that moment. And that was like the first little micro piece of permission, like micro step for me that showed me the amount of work that I've been able to do on myself, where I was like, you know what, Liam, a couple of years ago would have been like, you're letting people down. This is just not acceptable, Liam. You know, people pay to be in our programs. And I was like, oh my God, no, I need to, I need to show up. I need to do this as time, timelines, whatever else. And I would have gone down the path of not 
honoring my energy and honoring my experience, my lived experience. And I know that that resonates for so many of you. How many of you wake up, you just know you can't do it today for X, Y, and Z reasons, your energy is deplete, you're burnt out, you're maybe not having great thoughts, maybe you're not feeling your best, right? And you say to yourself, I gotta do this, I gotta, I can't let the team down, okay? I'm hoping today triggers just for one person permission to take the day off. I know the nurse managers listening are be like, no, but listen, we're not any good to anybody. I was no good to anybody last week. I could barely even function myself. There was no way I could be, you know, of any benefit to anyone. So give yourself that permission to just take the day and see what happens in your mind. So this is what I wanted to focus on today was the fact that I took the day. And from the minute that I said to myself, no, Liam, that's it, computer off, let's just chill today. Let's just honor your energy, which is a huge shift for me. I am busy all the time. I fill my week. I never stop. Can you resonate? I'm always doing something. I've got like 3 million business ideas to change the nursing world. I'm always testing and trying, exploring. During the podcast, I love to be busy. So for me to just stop and for me to just sit still and not do something, not talk to someone, not listen to a podcast, not watch a YouTube video, not learn a new skill, not be at the gym, not go out for a walk. That is very challenging for me. I I urge you to challenge yourself to just sit and just to be uber present. So I guarantee if you're anything like me and you've been in a chronic state of fight or flight your whole career and you have this constant level of stress and anxiety, just kind of like it's, it just underpins your life. This is a massive part of deconditioning from what society and the nursing industry thinks we should be operating like. And also from our own belief of like how we need to show up in the world, right? Like I kind of feel like I was taught that I needed to always be busy. We have grads in our GCLP that tell me all the time that they hate to be seen sitting down at the desk because there's this perception that you've always got to be busy. Maybe that's not the best lesson that we should be teaching our graduates, right? Like busy with a purpose, right? Like busy without a strategy is just like you're going to happen. It's going to, you're going to burn out like I did last week. And that's not going to get us to a place where we want to be. So I honored my energy last week and it was enlightening for me to just sit with the emotions and watch my brain. My brain beat the shit out of me cognitively. Like literally my subconscious mind, my thoughts were going cray cray. What are you doing? You've got people to serve. You'd know better than this. Like, why are you always low in energy? What are you doing? You know, you have people to serve, serve them. And you're letting people down. This is disgusting. Like literally my brain went to that place. I know a lot of you have hyperactive brains. So if you're a high performer, you're a people pleaser, you're someone that resonates with that and you know that that is how you show up in the world, these are learned behaviours. These are things that we learnt from our childhood, from our upbringing, from our conditioning, from our training, from the industry, right? Because we, we believe that when we do these things that like the world just operates better and that, you know, we're of worth and value to the world. Couldn't be further from the truth, right? So in honouring my energy... Here's what I did for the day. I literally lay on the sofa. I scrolled on TikTok for about three hours. I was emotionally triggered by almost everything that I saw. <laughs> but I allowed myself to feel the emotion. This is what we teach in coaching. 
is allowing yourself at any point in your life, your career, to just feel the emotion. When we just allow ourselves to experience any emotion and we remove all judgment of that emotion and we just feel it freely, we allow ourselves to experience what it is to be human. We're literally the only human race that, the only human race, the only, well, we might not be now with aliens that are coming to Earth soon, but we are the only species that have this full spectrum of emotion, that are able to feel this full spectrum of emotion and to emote it openly and freely, but we choose not to. We choose to suppress our emotions and we choose to not honor our energy. And we force ourselves into shooting and I could have done this and I would have done that. And then we just beat ourselves up. And it's this self-sabotaging, high-performing cycle that keeps us stuck, right? And keeps us experiencing this burnout. So I spent the afternoon on the sofa. I went out for a walk. I went to get some Nespresso coffee pods, not sponsored. But I went, I was like, I just need to do something kind of mindless. I listened to music that I felt drawn to when I was out on my walk. But I also just took my head headphones out and just walked, and just looked around and like really tried to ground myself in the moment. I had a couple of things in the afternoon that I'd booked in that if I cancelled, I wasn't, I wouldn't have got the money back. So I had a coaching session with my coach. I really was not in the mood for it. I'd spent the afternoon on the sofa crying and, you know, processing my emotions, getting curious about why I was thinking and feeling this way and just being, just allowing myself to be. And I got coached. And I showed up and I was like, oh my God, my energy is heavy today. I just need to process my mind. This is what's going on for me. And my coach was amazing, was able to like pull out these thoughts and these feelings and allowed me to just hold space for myself to really give myself self-compassion and kindness and respect. Because I feel like when we experience burnout, we just compound the burnout. When you're burning out, I want you to think about this. Burnout is inevitable in the current climate. It is inevitable. You're never going to hear me say on this podcast, let's future proof your career, like let's burnout proof your career so that you never experience burnout. If anybody says that you are going to never experience burnout again, they are selling you something that they cannot promise, right? Because burnout is an experience and burnout is created through our thoughts and our feelings. And when we have a, a mind that is not managed so well, and we're indulging in thoughts that maybe aren't serving us and not feeling the full spectrum of human emotion, as a nurse, you're going to burn out. So I think it's important to acknowledge that. But my coach just held the space for me and just allowed me to feel all of the feelings. And shame came up, guilt, fear, worry, yeah, happiness, gratitude. I felt like grounded in the fact that I gifted myself this opportunity to just experience the burnout. And then not only that, I then had this period of time after that call for me to just sit and to be grateful for myself. To be like, Liam, three years ago, my younger self would have been like beating the shit out of me. Even though my brain was beating the shit out of me, I chose to override the patterns and the social conditioning and all of the should have, could have, would have, right? And I just allowed myself to just be. It's really hard for a nurse to do that. We are so wired for busyness. We believe how many of you have days off and your days off are like jam-packed. I know a lot of you have kids and families, but they are jam-packed full to the brim. And a lot of people will say to me, Liam, I just can't sit still. 
And this is why a lot of people, I think, struggle to leave clinical and go to non-clinical jobs. I don't think it's because we're worried that we're going to lose clinical skills. I think that's a cover-up story. Because let's be honest, if you're leaving clinical for a non-clinical job, you're, you're going to lose the skills. <laughs> that's, that's part of the process. But you can always get them back. They're always going to come back. But I think it's actually because we don't know how to sit still. So many people come to us and they say, I moved from clinical to non-clinical. And they are like, I can't cope. I just can't cope. It's so slow. It's so slow. But like, what if that's normal? What if we've been conditioned to be in such fight or flight all the time, such a stress response all the time, that we no longer know what it is to just experience a normal job? I know for years, like, I used to be a little (laughs) shit with my partner in the sense that I'd say things like, it must be nice to just sit behind a desk all the day. Like, it's such a shitty thing to say. But I'd be like, I've been on my feet for 12 hours. I've not stopped. Like, you cannot even comprehend how much work I've done today. It is ridiculous, right? But like, what if that's not how it's supposed to be? Like, we know it's not how it's supposed to be. But what if, what if the way that we actually respond to that is just not healthy for us? What if we could create nursing careers where you don't have to be in constant fight or flight? You don't always have to be uber busy. What if we had leaders that recognize that you could sit at the desk? And that that doesn't mean that you haven't been busy for the four hours beforehand. So I want you to really think about how all of this, like my ramblings today, fit in for you and what you can take away from this. But, you know, I really did have to force myself to do the things that I didn't want to do. And I had to take, I had a French class as well, and I'm learning French at the moment. And I did not want to do that, but I showed up. And I still honoured my energy. I didn't try to perform. I didn't try to please my French teacher. I didn't show up because I wanted to please them. I showed up because I was showing up for myself. And I reminded myself the whole time that I had a choice in each decision. I chose to go to the French lesson. I could have just burdened the fee and took the fee. I chose to go to my coaching session. I chose to not work with clients that day. I chose to not look at my inbox. I chose to go out for a walk and create space for myself and to ground myself in the outdoors and to be present. I had no expectations of myself, right? I definitely overconsumed all of the things. I cried. I allowed myself to feel the full human spectrum of emotion joy, happiness, fear, worry, upset, frustration, annoyance, right? Like gratitude, groundedness, all of the things, all within an afternoon, which I think probably makes me feel a little heavier. But in releasing that emotion and just sensing it in my body, I was able to process it, allow it, and then move on from it. By the time Luke came home, I kind of felt like grounded and I just needed some space and some time. And I think that A lot of us think that in order for us to be successful, in order for us to burn out, proof our careers, quote unquote, that we've got to achieve that through busting our asses and, you know, burning ourselves out and that we need to do more in order to get to our goal. I'm learning and relearning and unlearning and relearning that maybe sometimes success comes in the stillness. Success comes when you take a minute and you create some space, that when we are so busy with all of the things that we actually probably don't need to get done, right? when we create this sense of busyness for ourselves, that we're actually actively blocking ourselves from success in our careers, our lives, our entrepreneurial businesses. 
I think that that is what I've found to be true. When I slow down and when I create space, when I manage my mind more and I tune into my body and my emotions, the world seems to just give me what I've been waiting for. It's almost like the universe is like teasing me. And it's like, hey, when you overwork, we're going to punish you. (laughs) And when you balance your calendar and you have boundaries with yourself and with your clients and your nurses, our nurses are incredible. It's me that's the problem. I spend too much time in my inbox. I want to like make sure everybody's had the best experience possible. So that's the issue, the boundary of my side. Where is that true for you? Where are you giving so much of your power away and getting frustrated with other people when you just need to set better boundaries for yourself, right? In this experience, I was able to listen to my body, use my own quote-unquote sick leave. You need to take a day off if you feel like this. Gift yourself the permission to have a day off without guilt and shame, fear or worry, regardless of what they say when you call. Give yourself the space to be kind to yourself, to hold yourself, to have compassion for yourself, to create space for yourself. By creating space, I just mean clear your day. Do nothing. When was the last time that you just did nothing? Seriously. I know some of you can't even imagine what that would look like. You definitely need to create a day. Gift yourself a day where you do nothing. One of my amazing coaches gave me this idea and I need to get back into the cycle of doing it. But it was this idea of your birthday, the date of your birthday every month, celebrate yourself, create space in that day, do the things that you would normally put off, the things that are important to you, the self-care, the massage, the going to the theatre, to the movies, going shop, whatever you do, whatever you love to do, playing the piano, singing, playing your sport, going to the gym, make time on that day. My birthday is on the third. So the idea is that every third of the month, that that's a day like I clear that day. I take it off. I remind myself of how amazing I am, what I've achieved, what I'm working towards. I realign with my goals. I show my brain all of the things I have achieved so that I'm not spending a lot of time in, you know, burnout and thinking that I'm not there yet. Okay. And I show myself how much I've grown. So that it just makes life easier. I allow myself to feel whatever I need to feel. I let myself be an emotional being. I have a joke with my partner where I call myself princess. Like sometimes I feel like a princess. Like, oh, princess. Princess needs this princess. And I used to say it from a derogatory place. But now I kind of say it with jest. And now I'm like, oh, well, I am a princess. Like I do look after myself. And I do value myself. And, I, you know, I think it's just such an important lesson for us nurses to learn is the importance of us gifting our body and our mind what we need. We would never, ever neglect our patients the way that we neglect ourselves. And last week was, you know, just a moment for me. I did that again. I did it to myself again. I'm not beating myself up for doing it because I know that it's part of the human experience. There's not a day that will come where you are burnout free. There's not a job that is burnout free. There's not an organization that is going to create a burnout-free zone. It's not a possibility unless we wipe ourselves from the thoughts and the feelings that we have and the full human spectrum of emotion. So instead of us trying to get to a point in our careers where we are burnout-free, what if we accepted the burnout? What if we invited the burnout in? What if we were like, yeah, I'm burnt out. 
And it wasn't a bad thing. It was like, oh, this is a sign from the universe that I need to realign. I need to give the space and the time to my body and my mind. The reason why we are burning out, yeah, is because the job is hell on earth at times and it's crazy busy. But we also do have control in the prevention and the management of the burnout, okay? And that we can gift ourselves the space that we need in order to process the burnout. And each burnout, I feel like I get better at managing it every time. And I, I don't know, like I'm now much more open to just being like, oh, this is burnout. This is just a thing I'm experiencing right now. I'm not going to beat myself up and spiral out of control and think, oh my God, my business is creating burnout for me. It's, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to create space and say, you know what? I'm experiencing burnout right now. I'm going to hold some compassion for myself and I'm going to respect myself. I'm going to trust my body knows <laughs> that I need to take a break and I'm going to take a break. What if we saw all of those little signs and symptoms in ourselves, like we do with our patients' early warning scores? And we just tuned into listening intently and curiously with love, compassion and kindness to our bodies and our minds and allowing ourselves the space to care for ourselves. So that's my experience of burnout last week. Burnt out, I'm feeling better. I'm still not 100%, but I feel my emotions, my energy is lifting. My mind is clearer and it's just a continual work in progress. But I'm proud of myself for allowing myself to feel the feelings. And I'm so, so proud of me. And I feel like past Liam would be super proud of me for allowing myself to just be and to just experience it without judgment or shame. And I want all of you, that is why I do this podcast. That is why I set up this business. It's why I left my job was to help nurses normalize the full spectrum of emotion because it literally just unlocked so much happiness for me when I could allow myself to see the duality in every experience and to find the lesson, find the lesson in the experience of burnout. So I don't want you to burn out. I don't want anybody to burn out, but burnout is inevitable. And it's about time that we equipped ourselves with the skills to be able to navigate burnout. If you are somebody that's experiencing burnout, send me a message. Let's chat. Let me give you a pep talk, a burnout pep talk. Let me help you normalize your experience and just hear that you're not alone, that people are burning out left, right and center. And that it doesn't mean that you have to hate your career, give it all up, move to a new job, change countries, whatever you're planning, whatever your brain is offering you. What if we just start with the burnout, learn to process the burnout, and then really use that space and that time to see what was next for us in the process of managing that burnout, okay? I will chat to you all on Thursday, but until then, look after yourself, manage your mind, feel your feelings, allow yourself to experience the full human emotion spectrum, and I'll chat to you later. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favor? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.